Welcome to OZ News Hour. I'm Andy Hagens here with Jimmy Atkinson. Today is February 26th, 2024, and we are covering the most important stories happening right now in the world of Opportunity Zones. We're talking about Opportunity Zones. We're talking about Opportunity Zones. Jimmy, you know, the fourth Monday of every month, I wake up, I pinch myself, and I say, I can't believe that I am paid to talk about Opportunity Zones. It's amazing. What do you got there, Andy? What is that? This is a gift that you sent me because I'm in your mastermind group. We're going to talk about that later in today's episode. But Jimmy, first, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. Um, baseball season started over here. I headed to a uh, college baseball game. So I'm going to throw on my Texas Rangers hat mm-hmm. for a second here because the Rangers won the World Series a few months ago. And we love the Rangers over here in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, went to a TCU baseball game over the weekend. It was a blowout. I stayed for almost an hour. The weather was great, though. And uh, how about you, Andy? How was your weekend? Did you get up to anything fun? Yeah, you stayed for an hour. First of all, you hit the over, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we went to the Tiki Bar, uh, Max's Tiki Ooh. Bar, and I got my passport, Jimmy. So nice. this passport, you can it's available for purchase at Max's, which is uh, it's actually like a nation nationwide known Tiki Bar, if you're in the know about the, the you know, real Tiki fanatics. And it's it's got a page for every cocktail. So I got two stamps in my passport yesterday, and I'm on. Did my you get a painkiller? Uh, I did not. You know the, the I felt like I needed to try something new. I tried the Aku Aku, not my favorite, if I'm being honest. And then the Navy Grog, and the Navy Grog. I mean, that was fantastic. Hard to go wrong with a good Navy Grog. Yeah, it's pretty strong though. Pretty strong. But you know, speaking of strong, stiff drinks, I want to talk about what we have coming up. This is our lead. Story coming up next week, OZ Pitch Day, spring 2024. Jimmy, is this going to be the best OZ Pitch Day ever? Well, I always say it's the best OZ Pitch Day ever because <laughs> it's the one that's coming up next. Uh, yes. I'm looking forward to this one. I love OZ Pitch Day. We've done 10 of these, I think. Mm. So this will be our 11th one. Um, we started this program in November of 2020 when we were still uh, kind of under lockdowns during the pandemic. Right, Andy? And I wanted to find a way to kind of establish a marketplace within the Opportunity Zone ecosystem. I had a lot of investors with capital gains who were looking for deals. And I had a lot of deal sponsors and professional qualified opportunity fund managers who had great Opportunity Zone projects and they needed capital. So I thought, well, let's let's have a meet together at a big online event. We'll call it OZ Pitch Day. That first one was a rousing success. And so we've done three of them per year ever since. This one's coming up next week. Andy, I can't believe it's almost here. It'll be our first one of 2024 on March 7th. Uh, We also have one scheduled for June. That'll be our summer edition. And then fall is the uh, fall is always a lot of fun because that's kind of year end tax planning and investment rebalancing. So our fall 2024 OZ Pitch Day is scheduled for November. And and Jimmy, if I may, so this is the 10th OZ Pitch Day. 11th, I believe. Oh, 11th. I'm sorry. This is our 11th. One thing that we found when we looked into the metrics, and this was surprising, every pitch day has a ton of brand new people who have never been to any of these, right? So there's, there are, to be clear, we do have some, you know, super fans, Jimmy super fans or OZ super fans who come to multiple OZ pitch days, but also because the Opportunity DB brand footprint is so big and, you know, you have so many podcast episodes and so many articles, there's always people, new people coming onto our platform. And we always have a tremendous number of new registrants who have never seen one of these. 
So it really does feel like in a way everyone is the first one because uh, there's a, there's always a ton of new people. So to the four or 500 people who are going to experience this for the first time next week, I'm a little jealous because the first time is really fun. <laughs> That's right, Andy. Yeah, um, I, I would say maybe 80% of the registrants at any given pitch day, it's their first time there. So which is really incredible. But, uh, you know, we're we're really fortunate to have a lot of uh, a lot of fresh new people joining our community and joining our email list every single day. Um, let's talk about this one for a minute, if you yeah. don't mind. Um, by the way, if anybody's interested in attending OZ Pitch Day, it's really easy. Just head right now to ozpitchday.com to learn more and you can register for the event right on our website. It's free to register. We just ask for, well, scroll down to the form. We just ask for your first name, last name, email. You can give us your phone if you want. You don't have to. And then who are you? Are you an investor or are you an advisor? We'd like to know um, that type of information from you in that drop down right here. And then you click the submit button. And as soon as you submit, you're officially registered for OZ Pitch Day. We send you via email instructions on how to join on the morning of March 7th. You can come do as much or as little of the event as you watch as you want. Some people arrive right at 10 a.m. and they they stay till the very end. Other people kind of come in and out. Some people just come for the morning. Some people come just for the afternoon. So uh, I would encourage everybody just to try life on, <laughs> register for the event, come for as much as you can. Uh, Best part, or one of the best parts, uh, we just introduced this new offer this morning. We usually do this. We usually offer some sort of free bonus download for people who register for the event. Anyone who registers for the event instantly gets access to our brand new report, which we have uh, just rolled out over the past couple of days, the 2024 Opportunity Zones Handbook. Now, <clears throat> by the way, if you're a member of my OZ Insiders Mastermind group, we issued you an advanced copy of this, uh, I think like a month or two, Andy, uh, a month or two ago. Is that right, Andy? I think at the beginning of the year, we sent this out to that group of people. But this one's newly updated just uh, from the last few days. It has information on legislation and regulatory updates. It has key dates and deadlines for 2024, including for the 2023 tax year. And a full update on all of the different tax benefits associated with opportunities and investing. So that's a little bit about the report. Now, what happens at OZ Pitch Day? Andy, you don't want to break in with any with any comments. Well, I just wanted to clarify, Jimmy, did I, do I have a byline on the report? Because, boy, you and I worked hard together on that. But You did, uh, and then there was a last-minute edit. And I don't know if you made the final <laughs> cut or not, but Andy did actually write most of the report. It You know, the the, the thought behind it was just, there is so much information on our website, Jimmy, so much information that uh, you have produced with over, you know, hundreds of podcast episodes and hundreds of articles. And I think what a lot of folks are looking for is like an up to the minute update. Like, okay, I don't really care. No offense. I don't really care what happened in 2021. Like what's going on this year? What are my deadlines this year? I have capital gains, you know, uh, burning a hole in my wallet right now that I need to place, you know, so, so what's going on right now. And so that's what this report is. It cuts right to the chase. Uh, and Jimmy, I don't mind if I have a byline or not, but I, it's a very concise, good document. If you just want to go like right to the, what are the key dates? What are the key forms? What's the latest on the OZ legislation? Um, and, and Jimmy, obviously you are the, the man to edit this with your up to the minute knowledge, having spoken to Sh Shay Hawkins recently which we'll get to later in the show. But I want to go back to the agenda. 
that's just the free bonus. We're literally just talking about the free bonus. What's the yeah, main That's just the free bonus. Yeah. What you get when you sign up as a thank you for registering for OZ Pitch Day. But yeah, if you don't mind it, I'll just kind of walk everybody through what is OZ Pitch Day and what's on the agenda. So it's our it's our free online day-long Opportunity Zone event that is part Opportunity Zone education and part Opportunity Zone transaction where we actually showcase a wide variety of Opportunity Zone deals and funds that are raising capital that are looking for Opportunity Zone investors who have capital gains that they want to roll over into Opportunity Zone deals. And we say, you know, at OZ Pitch Day, you'll discover your next Opportunity Zone investment. I know we've helped hundreds of investors do just that over the first 10 iterations of this event. Why attend? You'll get to learn. You get to interact also, by the way. You get to interact with our session speakers, with me, with all of our fund sponsors, and you'll get to take action. As I mentioned, you presented with a wide variety of uh, different deals that you can then invest into before your 180-day deadline expires if you are sitting on a capital gain. Uh, I'm going to scroll through some of this good stuff here. Well, we'll I, I just want to touch on like the first part of the agenda, Andy, because I don't think we have time to go through the whole agenda right now, but I, I always kick things off with an Opportunity Zones 101 crash course. I'm titling it this time, OZ's Explained for High Net Worth Investors. If, if you are just looking for a quick 15 to 20 minute rundown on, hey, how does this thing work? What's in it for me? How do I actually analyze funds and deals to invest in? Come to that first session and it really sets the stage for the entire day. Uh, a lot of you <clears throat> might be very familiar with how OZ's works, but this is still a good refresher course. And I'll also give some updates that are relevant for investing this year in 2024. After that, we move into the pitches. We have a, a presentation, a pitch from Urban Catalyst, a longtime partner of ours. Eric Hayden's going to join us to present his Opportunity Zone Fund 2. They do just ground up development in downtown San Jose. It's one of the hottest uh, communities for OZ investing in the nation. Uh, this is a new entrant, Montaday Globe. Uh, for those familiar with my Opportunity Zones podcast, they were on the podcast a few weeks back. Tess Young will be presenting their brand new multi-phase mixed use development in the city of Globe, which will also, it's basically a master plan community. And it also includes a chapel and they're gonna set aside uh, some of the units for uh, free housing for retired religious clergy and uh, uh, as well. So that's that's a really unique, cool, impactful project in the city of Globe. Um, and then rounding out the morning, we have Your Space America Self Storage. They're actually our title partner on this event. Uh, they're our biggest partner and our biggest sponsor for this event. So they are going to have a 30-minute presentation on a variety of different self-storage deals. Uh, they have a huge platform. They do a lot of self-storage all over the country. Uh, Russ is going to be presenting his deals that they have located in Opportunity Zones, and they're able to take Opportunity Zone equity into it. And then I'll just touch on this panel here, Andy, and then we can we can turn to the next topic because I don't want to make today's episode all about OZ Pitch Day, but uh, we usually have one or two panels throughout the day. Our morning panel will be how to diligence OZ funds and deals. So if you're an investor and you want to know, hey, wait a second, what should I look for in a deal? Or what should I look for in a professionally managed fund? I'm going to be joined by two titans of the OZ industry. I termed them in an email I sent out uh, not long ago, Jill Homan from Javelin 19 Investments 
as well as Jerry Rison from Rison and Associates will be joining me to discuss best practices essentially for determining the validity uh, and the soundness of different opportunity zone investments. Uh, Russ Colvin also has a breakout session during that time where he'll stay on for additional questions about his self-storage deal uh, in opportunity zones. And that's that's a quick uh, look at OZ pitch day there, Andy. Any questions from you? None for me, Jimmy. I mean, the, that panel in particular, I don't think we've ever done a panel quite covering quite the ground that we're going to cover next week on that panel. So I'm really looking forward to that. I always enjoy your Opportunity Zones crash course. I, there's always a market for that kind of, you know, crash course, beginners, 101. We get so many questions, Absolutely. Um, which we don't mind, right? Like that's why we publish the handbook. That's why you do your crash course. So it's always a lot of fun. I, I love the fresh blood, the fresh faces that come and are so excited about Opportunity Zones. It's a reminder to me and you why we are so excited about this program, uh, which brings me to our next well, And one more, one yeah. more thing before we, before we move on, one more thing I did want to touch on is all of the sessions at OZ Pitch Day are meant to be interactive. So we have Q&A throughout the course of the day. So if you ever have questions for any of the fund sponsors, the project sponsors, or for myself on any aspect of OZ investing or a particular deal that's being presented, you know, you're, you're welcome to ask questions and we get to most of the questions that get asked throughout the course of the day. So I just wanted to interject that, Andy. Thank you. It's a benefit of attending live rather than watching the recaps. And by the way, we will take questions during OZ News Hour. So if anybody wants to hop on the live That's stream, the, the fourth Monday or the last Monday of every month, three o'clock Eastern time, don't be shy. Hop on YouTube. Our next story, Jimmy, this is a big one. I mean, this this would have been the lead story if it were not for OZ Pitch Day occurring next week. Novogratix new uh, data was released and you wrote an article recapping it. Two numbers, Jimmy, that I, I really want to boil this down to two numbers. The first number, 150 billion. Okay. And then that second number, 65%. Right? <laughs> yeah. Where was the 65% number? Uh, oh, boy. You're going to make me scan through it. It's, it's, oh, it's buried in here somewhere. Oh, 64%. Yeah, we'll find oh, it. Shoot. 64%. So, 64%. So we have 150 billion and 64%. This is really a story of two numbers. Why don't we start with the 150 billion in equity? raised by QOFs, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, this <clears throat> the basis of this entire article uh, I, was this analysis from Novogratic, which is available on their website at novoco.com. It's available in their Opportunity Zones Resource Center. And you know their headline was QOFs report $3.53 billion jump in 2023 equity, moving total beyond $37 billion. And they have got a great breakdown of their numbers. And and I also wanted to just highlight that they have more than just the aggregate numbers. They also drill down into different, the, uh, different sectors. Um, this one blog post here from them highlights multifamily as the leading sector in QOF development. They also have a breakdown of um, the, the top locations for QOF investing and then uh, an analysis of larger funds raising more raising the vast majority of the money and and there's just there's a ton of these smaller funds but the but the lion's share of the money is being raised by just a handful of very large funds so uh we won't get into all those details but just wanted to point that out and thank you to Novogratic and thank you to mike Novogratic and john shreddy and christiana cohen for for continuing their great work in this industry of collecting all that data and and providing 
these numbers. I, I could not have written this article without them. So I wanted to just give them due credit, Andy. So to answer your question, $150 billion is uh, not a number that Novogratic explicitly calls out, but using Novogratic's data um, and then extrapolating it based on on some of their assumptions, I arrived at an estimate of possibly through year end 2023, we have hit $150 billion in equity that's been raised in opportunity zones since program inception. And I'll explain how I arrived there. So Novogratz's survey now is reporting a total of $37.62 billion. They themselves admit that their survey is not comprehensive. They don't have access to 100% of all of the data that's available. What they do is they they pull some data from SEC filings where some funds have to report equity raising numbers to the SEC. Uh, they pull some numbers from press releases that they can find. And then they they also actually just, I think they just get on the phone or they they email directly the funds and they keep in regular communication with with hundreds of different QOFs all over the country. And that all adds up to over the course of the five years plus of the program, $37.62 billion has been raised of those that Novogratz is able to get figures for. Now, they themselves estimate, Novogratz estimates that they're only covering roughly one quarter to one third of the total QOF universe. So I'll I'll take the, the more pessimistic approach that they're only able to cover 25% of the total universe. If you multiply this number by four, that's where you get right around $150 billion. So that's I've extrapolated this $37.62 billion number to have arrived at the $150 billion mark. Um, I also heard anecdotally um, several weeks back from someone who definitely is in the know on OZs, puts together a lot of OZ deals that he knows of a, a big QOF that has raised more than $5 billion of just their own family's money into a huge QOF um, over the last few years. And that number is not even being reported to Novogratz. So I think if there's a handful of those just enormous QOFs out there that are captive, self-directed, super ultra uber wealthy families are putting their money into opportunity zones. We just never get captured in the data until the IRS does release aggregate data uh, every year, but it's usually like three or four years behind. So <laughs> I think we have data from them through 2020. So it's not very useful for our purposes. Novogratz does a great job of keeping it up to date, but they're not able to um, get a full picture. They're doing the best they can, but they can't possibly get a full picture. So that's the $150 billion number. Now, Andy, you asked about 64% also, is that right? Well, and I, you know, the, the great big number, it's, it's nice to take a little victory lap, right? As, as an industry and say like, wow, that's a ton of equity. That's that's you know by re any reasonable lens, you'd have to say, well, the OZ program has been a, a rousing success, and we've talked about a lot of the different success stories and impact investments and all the multifamily that's gotten built. So that's a rousing success. I mean, if you can if you can assume that a lot of these deals are leveraged or that OZ equity is only a small part of the capital stack, you can probably say pretty credibly that half a trillion dollars worth of projects are going to be funded by that amount of equity that's been raised so far. That's that's pretty big asset class, like half a trillion dollars worth of opportunities on projects from that number, right? 
A hundred percent. Yeah. So, so I think the, you know, ideally we're going to have the legislation be extended. Right. And, and I, I will, we'll find out the fact that that amount of equity has gone into it. I think is a great thing. And, and, uh, it almost would make make the case. You could almost make the reverse case when arguing for uh, legislation extension. Like, do you really want all of this equity to disappear? You know, in other words, this trend could continue with with this amount, this level of equity going into new projects. You know, um, controlling for you know economic cycles and real estate cycles that we're about to talk about. But do you really want that um, flow? of new equity and in, into these opportunity zones to turn off. Like, I think that's a pretty good pitch to these legislate le, legislators. Um, but Jimmy, there, there's no sugarcoating it. Overall opportunity zone fundraising in 2023 was down 64% from the prior year. Like, wow. I mean, that's it, right. We, we kind of felt that like, you know, running opportunities to be and talking with sponsors and talking with, people inside our mastermind group, like we, we obviously had a sense that it was down significantly. Um, but getting that concrete number from Novogratic, I think really shines a light on it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, revisiting the good news, the $150 mark surpasses even the most optimistic projections. Um, you know, Senator or not Senator, excuse me, uh, then treasury secretary, Steven Mnuchin, uh, who was overseeing the program when it was first rolled out? He estimated this would be a hundred and uh, a, a one hundred billion dollar asset class total, full stop. And so to have already hit one hundred and fifty billion dollars potentially, uh, with still a few years of runway left, is pretty remarkable. Now, Andy, you're right though. Twenty twenty three was dismal for opportunity zone fundraising. You can see the breakdown here year by year. You know, we had the, the first. The first full year was 2019, so it was you know 4.46 billion. The program really started getting going after the final regs were initiated at the end of 2019. So 2020, 2021, 2022, pretty solid years all around that you know nine, 10, 11 billion dollar mark. And again, by the way, this is this is just the Novogratz numbers. So multiply each of these numbers by three or four to arrive at the full story, probably. But yeah, this past year, only $3.53 billion reported in Overgrack, down 64%. Um, pretty crushing. Um, and I don't know if that's Opportunity Zone specific. In fact, I'm going to say it's not uh, confined solely to Opportunity Zones. The fact of the matter was um, a lot of real estate deals just aren't penciling in this right. higher interest rate environment. Transaction volume was down across the board. And in fact, I, I pulled out a few other numbers um, in this summary. CBRE reports that U.S. commercial real estate investment volume fell 52% year over year. So I think that probably explains a pretty large chunk of it. S&P Global Market Intelligence uh, reports that total M&A transaction volume fell 32% year over year. So there were just fewer transactions in real estate and fewer transactions overall across the whole of the economy, leading to fewer capital gains <laughs> that were realized. Yeah, Jimmy. That, that, and then that, also just nobody wants to do real estate deals in 2023. And Jimmy, that, that latter thing that you said, you know, that, that there are fewer capital gains, I think that's actually worth underscoring um, because the Opportunity Zones program and these fundraising numbers, it's not just leveraged to the commercial real estate market. It's also leveraged to the stock market, right? Or to the overall macro economy, because really for OZ deals to pencil, 
right? You you need a a healthy real estate market with you know ideally interest rates that are not extremely high. But then for investors to want to fund the deals, they need to have they need to be sitting on capital gains or they need to generate capital gains, which is that's going to be very correlated with the stock market or the overall you know capital markets. So what we're seeing here is yeah, the commercial real estate investment fell by fifty two percent, but it looks like the OZ equity market fell even more in terms of fundraising than that because it's leveraged um, further than just that commercial real estate market. It, you also have the headwind of fewer capital gains available. Um, you know, that being said, we're hitting new highs in the S and P five hundred. Right? It doesn't necessarily feel like it to some people. Uh, but we appear to be, you know, ha having a very, um, let me put it this way. There's a lot of family offices. There's a lot of high net worth investors who now will have capital gains that they could generate or that they have generated going into 2024. So I think this year could be a little bit of a bounce back. Do you think that's, uh, any merit to that prediction of mine, Jimmy? That's, that's what I'm counting on. By the way, just to further underscore your point about macro and real estate transactions. I got an email from a, uh, a, 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 a principal at a large uh, private equity real estate company just this morning, Andy, that said, um, hey, Jimmy, I've, I've been getting a lot of deal flow lately. I have plenty of deal flow, but the fact of the matter is none of these deals make any sense right now. We haven't had a, a real estate deal make any sense in a long time. So that just further drove that point home for me. Now, getting to your point, Andy, yeah, the S&P 500 keeps, it's hit like a record high like a few times this year. I think it hit one on Thursday or Friday of last week. I don't know what it's doing this morning. I haven't checked, but uh, yeah, the stock market's been way up over the past year or two, which is great news. Heck, even the uh, the Japanese Nikkei hit its first <laughs> record high since 1989, right, Andy? So yeah. um, there are definitely locked up capital gains out there for stock market investors for certain. So I think 24 could be a great year for stock market investors to take some chips off the table, to rebalance if you might be overweight in stocks and think about putting those gains to work in an opportunity zone deal. That coupled with the fact that it looks pretty clear that interest rates are going to come down at some point during 2024, fingers crossed. I mean, that's that seems to be everybody's prediction. If you check the uh, CME FedWatch tool, I think they're given like a 90% chance that uh, interest rates are down by at least 50 basis points um, by Q3 or Q4 this year, Andy. So I think I think that movement will help quite a bit as well. Um, just kind of unlock the real estate market a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a great write up. I don't we don't need to go over every single stat you included, but we'll be sure to link to this in the yep. show notes because I think there's a lot of good data in your write up as well as obviously the original resource published by Novogratik. So Jimmy, great work on that article. I want to move on Thank to you. our next story. Sure. I want to talk about OZ Insiders. So that was this little uh, notebook. This is the official notebook of OZ Insiders. And before we talk about uh, re you know the recap of our previous masterclass, Jimmy, could you just introduce what is OZ Insiders for anyone who hasn't yet heard of the group? Yeah, OZ Insiders is my private mastermind community for high-performing opportunity zone professionals and investors and at OZ Insiders, we help you stay relevant. We help you stay in the know and we help you take your opportunity zone strategy to the next level, whether 
you're a service provider or a professional who's who does work within opportunity zones and you want to stay on top of trends and best practices and be able to take information to your clients we help with that maybe you're an investor maybe you're a a an ultra wealthy individual or a family office and you're looking for more opportunity zone deal flow or maybe you just want to stay in the know on opportunity zones we're here for you as well and maybe you are a deal sponsor or a fund manager and you want to stay in the know on legislation or regulatory updates and you want to be um you want to be surrounded by other people of your ilk and you know bounce ideas off of potential investors that's what we're here for that's that's what oz insiders is um here's ozinsiders.com some of the features in oz insiders you know will we'll get you access to our rolodex of of opportunity zone professionals who can help make your opportunity zone stuff into into reality um or or help kind of make the introductions to to get you to where you need to go with your opportunity zone deal or your strategy if if you get stuck somewhere if you get stuck on a particular topic or stuck on how to structure or stuck on how to raise capital we can help unstuck you essentially um we're basically a shortcut for wherever you are in the oz learning curve wherever you are in your oz path we can help get you unstuck we do that through our monthly meetings and our monthly master classes which we'll talk about in a minute um and then we also have some in-person events we'll talk about that as well and we also have a private message group uh where we bounce ideas off each other and keep each other updated on on news and the like so that's oz insiders andy anything to add there no that's a beautiful introduction and one thing i want to underscore because because i want to recap this previous... i'm just going to grab something you keep going yeah yeah please i want to recap this previous master class that we did with shay hawkins that was really a insider talk about the OZ legislation. And Jimmy, if anyone ever doubts, are you guys really insiders? You know, are you true insiders? I'm like, literally at our, our last masterclass, Shay was running a few minutes late, right? This guy, he was <laughs> one of the original key people involved in crafting, literally. He, he the, wrote the legislation. The legislation. And then he's yeah. like, oh, sorry, I'm a few minutes late. I got stuck in a conversation with the governor, governor of Ohio, because he was, you know, driving from the governor's mansion straight yep. to our master class to talk to our group uh just about some insider details uh about the current state the history of the legislation but also the current status and what he thinks will be needed uh to get it reformed and renewed and jimmy i just shay's awesome he's you know he's entertaining guy smart as a whip that was a really really fun meeting this last meeting that we just had i, I love shay i always love hearing from shay because he always tells me something that I didn't know. Every time I talk to him, he tells me some nugget that I just had no idea how that worked. I mean, he has his ear to the ground on Capitol Hill like nobody else that I talked to at least. And, and he always tells me uh, so-and-so congressman or so-and-so senators doing this or thinking that, or you know, this person's a really important ally for us. And well, Jimmy, here's, here's how we're gonna get OZ legislation passed. So we covered all of those details on our last masterclass inside the OZ legislation with Shay Hawkins. Yeah, he was a little bit late, but I'll cut him some slack. Although then he had the gall a couple of days later to post a picture of him with the governor. <laughs> and I had to comment on him like, oh, so that's why you were late to uh, do our OZ Insiders masterclass. He it's, was like three minutes late. It wasn't a big deal, but it it's was the one. Yeah, it's the one legitimate excuse to be late to the meeting was when you're talking with uh, a governor about 
uh, OZ legislation or the OZ yes. program. Like, okay, you're allowed to be a couple minutes late to the mastermind. It, by the way, this group is really popular. You know, like when we launched it, Jimmy, you and I, we didn't really know what to expect. We just knew we wanted to do it because there was nothing like this kind of private community out there. And we're like, right. you know what? We, we want to build something like this. We want to be part of something like this. So we just built it and we launched it. And we got an incredible core group of members right from the beginning. So we're so thankful to them. But here lately, we just have a ton of momentum. We've, it seems like every other day we have uh, a new member signing up. So the community is growing. And I think a lot of uh, members were excited for this last masterclass that we did, you know, an insider look to OZ legislation. And I think there's also a lot of interest in the next masterclass that we're doing, Jimmy, that I know that, that you will be leading which is a masterclass on raising opportunity zone equity. This is what? This is uh, two weeks from tomorrow. Is that right, Jimmy? Two weeks from tomorrow. I think that's right, Andy. Yeah, t Tuesday, yeah, March. I'll, I'll, I want to scroll up and talk about that in a minute. But first, I did want to mention that, yeah, we're now up over 40 members. And I have, um, I have a box full of these uh, brand new OZ Insiders notepads. And I've got another box full of these really nice new OZ Insiders pens. So, uh, yeah, all of our that's not focusing on that. There we go. That is nice, isn't it? Um, you know, Jimmy, you didn't you didn't cheap out on the uh, the branded merch. I got to say you went no, out. I don't, end, think, so I, I don't think so. That. I don't think so. Yeah. I, 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 thanks for noticing. <laughs> um, these just arrived last week. I had to send the first one to Andy to get his quality control check. And then I'm going to get the rest of them sent out to our current members. I've got a box of, uh, well, there's 49 of them left now. So I got to get, get them all sent out. We have over 40 members in the group now. So I'm hoping I have the, I run into a problem of needing to order more of these, um, within the next few weeks here to make sure we get them out to our new members. So if you're a current member and you're wondering, Hey, where's my notepad? Where's my, where's my pen? We're getting those sent out to you, uh, later this week. So just sit tight. Um, past master classes are always available on demand for our members. We just did the one with Shay Hawkins. But, you know, some of the other ones I did want to touch on, we had a master class on putting together OZ PPMs and subscription docs when you're ready to offer your Opportunity Zone deal to outside investors. We had a class on structuring Opportunity Zone deals, how to actually make a qualified Opportunity Fund and a qualified Opportunity Zone business and the bank accounts and put them all together. Um, we've had a couple others as well. Um, but scrolling up, we've got a lot on the agenda um through the through through july i think the agenda is booked out and i'm about to sign our instructor for august by the way andy so uh, remind me to ask about the august instructor at our next oz news hour i think i'll have an update there but awesome. uh yeah the our next master class is going to be taught by yours truly it's my first time teaching a master class at oz insiders we've had guest lecturers and my intent there, Andy, is I'm, I'm, I'll probably end up teaching one of these classes every year, but I really want to rely heavily on our OZ Insiders community of professionals to teach the vast majority of these classes. So my class, two weeks from tomorrow or two weeks from uh, two weeks, two weeks from now, essentially, <laughs> if you're watching this on the podcast that gets released uh, after the fact, it might be two weeks from today. Anyways, it's suffice it to say it's Tuesday, March 12th. 3 p.m. Eastern time, I'm going to be teaching a class on raising opportunity zone equity. So if you have an OZ deal, you have an OZ fund maybe, and you're looking to raise equity, you're like, hey, I need $500,000 more, or I need $500 million more, or anywhere in between. 
this this class will kind of show you the strategies to putting together a good pitch deck, the questions you need to have answers to, how to put together a good pro forma, how to put together a PPM. I'll touch on those briefly. And essentially how to offer, how to market, how to sell, how to follow up, and how to get other people to invest in your Opportunity Zone deal. It's going to be a lot of fun. I've learned a lot about raising OZ equity uh, by hosting 10 OZ pitch days. And by the time I teach this class, I will have hosted 11 of them, as we mentioned before. So I've kind of seen the best and the worst of different pitches and different pitch decks. And I'll share all of the insights that I've learned. I'll share some insights uh, that I've learned by actually investing in some OZ deals myself. I'll tell you why I invested in the ones I did and, and what was important to me. So I think that'll be... Well, if I do say so myself, I think it'll be I think it'll be a good one. It'll certainly be the best masterclass of the month. Um, <laughs> and then just to touch on some other ones we have, we do one a month. So that was a joke. Uh, we've got diligencing funds and deals will be taught by Jill Homan in April. Uh, we've got financial modeling for OZ deals will be taught by Mike O'Mara in May. And then Brett Siglin will join us on a masterclass financing OZ deals. That'll be our June class. And then Jerry Rison will hit us right in the middle of summer, July 8th, with OZ Development Joint Ventures. I'm this close to booking the August presenter, and I'll, I'll have some more information on that next time, hopefully, Andy. This is a, a, a jam-packed schedule, and, you know... Jam-packed. I got to say, on the Raising OZ Equity, you really are truly probably the best person to teach this class in the sense that you've seen all over the map. You've probably seen more OZ pitches than anybody alive, right? Because yeah, uh, hosting and producing all the OZ pitch days and all the webinars. And you really have, I think you've soaked up a lot of best practices. And you know, every firm, every sponsor, every presentation is a little different, but you, you've, you've spotted some, let's call them patterns of success. And you're gonna share that knowledge with us at our next meeting. So I'm really looking forward to that. Jimmy, I'm also looking forward to the OZ Insiders Meetup and dinner that is coming up also uh in march actually that's before the master class it's the day before the next master class yeah march 11th so tell us about the first or second rather oz insiders event the first one of 2024 yeah this is the first one of 2024 yeah march is jam-packed we've got oz pitch day on the 7th we've got our meeting and master class on the 12th but the day before that we've we're doing a private dinner in dallas for our local DFW people, we do have a couple of members that uh, are going to fly in also um, specifically for this dinner to get together with some other OZ insiders. Um, we're buying a steak dinner for all of our OZ insiders members or anyone who wants to attend. Um, I would love to have all 40 plus members there, but my guess is we're probably going to have somewhere closer to uh, eight to 10 um, Monday, March 11th. Seven o'clock at Albernay's, the Oakland location in Dallas, Texas. Don't show up at the one in North Dallas. We're going to the one uh, closer to downtown. So um, it's going to be a fun night. Steak dinner. Good conversation. We'll talk. Uh, I mean, there's no set agenda, really. I'm not going to get up and give some big presentation, make everybody listen to a pitch or anything. But <laughs> I would imagine the conversation will be rather informal. We'll probably talk private equity. We'll probably talk OZs. We might talk uh, might talk politics. Who knows? We'll see what happens. It'll be uh, should be an interesting conversation, though. So Mike, let's a little look rowdy. at some of these pictures. Let's look at some of these pictures, Andy. <laughs> I just stole these from the Albernay's website. Look at that dining room. 
They got a full bar. Ooh, I got a wine decanter. That's looking pretty good. I don't know. It looks like fun. I, I, I want, I want the group to get a little bit rowdy, Jimmy, you know, a little bit of politics, never hurt anybody <laughs> talking, mostly opportunity zone, opportunity zone focused, but you know, sure. I, I love the zoom calls. I love our master classes. I love Uzi pitch day. There's no substitute for getting together in person. I think it always energizes people to kind of meet up in person, talk shop. It's always a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to that coming up soon. Uh, all these events, ozinsiders.com slash calendar. If you want to review the upcoming masterclasses, previous masterclasses are in-person events that we have planned. Jimmy, our last story of the day is another, uh, it's a new story from an, uh, Cedar Street and Bridge. They are announcing $112 million development in a Las Vegas Opportunity Zone. What can you tell us about this announcement? Uh, this is taking place, by the way, when I think of Las Vegas, I think of the strip, right? I think of the MGM grand or Caesars or the win. This is a little bit North. So I'll, I kind of want to look at the map of opportunity zones first in Las Vegas. By the way, if you're looking for an opportunity zone map, we've got one on our website, opportunitydb.com slash tools slash map. We also have a free PDF download of this map as well. Maybe we'll link to that in the show notes. Um, so there are. I mean, look at all these opportunity zones around Las Vegas. Now, by the way, the strip is down here um, by the airport. Wait, it's way down here, actually. Here's so here's here's like the main strip right here, Las Vegas Boulevard. Um, let me zoom in here a little bit too, so you can get a little bit better view of this. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, it'd be helpful if you were following us on YouTube instead. There's a visual component, just FYI. But so here's Caesars. Here's the fashion show. Uh, the win is up here somewhere. Um, this is like the main part of the strip. Very little of the strip is in an opportunity zone. Um, so the deal that we're talking about today, Andy is actually closer to downtown Las Vegas. It's actually in the arts district, um, just North up here. I believe it's North of five fifteen in the arts district around this region here. Uh, if I had to guess, I think it's in this census track. Oh, four Oh one. Um, but, uh, let's get back to the article right there. That's a little bit about the local lay of the land. This is a beautiful area, by the way. I, I did a site tour with GTIS partners. They were building a brand new, beautiful multifamily community up there um, about two or three years back now, uh, right next to Symphony Park. And this is in a very similar area as well. So I can, I can say I've been there firsthand. It's beautiful. So this announcement here is the, I think it's the third. Yeah, it's the third um, multifamily development, uh, from Cedar street where they've done a JV with bridge investment group. Um, and bridge is the real deal. They're one of the biggest players in the OZ space. Um, they also have deals located in San Diego and in Vancouver, Washington. Those are their other two multifamily OZ deals, but this one, <clears throat> the one that this article is about $112 million development in Las Vegas is where did it go here it's a 190 unit community i'm sorry that's the one in san diego it's a here we go the development is 311 units i knew it was bigger than that it's a 311 unit um community so it's a it's a pretty pretty good size building there it's also going to include some retail space um and yeah you can read more about the amenities and the parking lot and everything like that but uh, it's, it's just, it's another example to me. It's just another example of a successful opportunity zone development JV 
that's taking place that's going to build um, some much needed housing in a very fastly growing community in this particular example, Las Vegas, Nevada. So uh, hats off to Cedar Street and to Bridge Investment Group. Congratulations on your fourth OZ deal total and your third multifamily OZ deal. Absolutely. Another big, beautiful project in the world of OZs. And Jimmy, with that, we're almost out of time. But before we go, what is your pick of the month? What are you reading, watching, or listening to in the world of OZs that you want to recommend to our audience? Oh, well, I I got to uh, call out Sound West Group. Um, Sound West actually was one of the very first groups that I ever covered at Opportunity DB. I, I think I did a story on them in late 2018 or early 2019. Um, and, and, and they were featured on my podcast. And I want to say it was like episode eight or something like that. It was, a, it was a really old one. Um, and they were building this beautiful building on Marina square, like right on the Marina in Bremerton, Washington, across the Puget sound from Seattle. You can take a ferry from Seattle to Bremerton. If you're familiar with that part of the country, um, the thing's done. It's newly built. It's up and running. It's leasing. And now this press release announces that they've secured $78 million in financing. So they did a refi, um, which is, I think it's just a fantastic uh, success story. Um, and a refi these days in this interest rate environment, um, tough to come by. <laughs> but no congratulations too. to the team at SoundWest for getting it done. So I'll just kind of read. Uh, the first couple of paragraphs here, JLL announced today that it has arranged the seven, the $79 million refinancing of Marina Square, a 270 unit newly built luxury apartment community located on the Puget Sound waterfront in Bremerton, Washington, uh, situated at 280 Washington Avenue within an opportunity zone. Marina Square is located in the flourishing Bremerton submarket, just steps away from the ferry to Seattle, 30 minute to Seattle by ferry. So, uh, congrats to Sound West Group and to TPG Real Estate and to JLL for getting this refi deal secured. That's that's pretty huge. Absolutely. Congratulations to them. Um, and it's nice that you get to see something like that go full circle, right? From your earliest days at Opportunity to be and of your podcast. Speaking of your podcast, my pick of the month is your most recent episode on the show, The Fort Knox of OZs. And Jamie, I got to tell you, this was a little bit zany. If I recall correctly, we covered this uh, news story originally on OZ News Hour, And then you were able to connect with the sponsor here to talk about uh, this, this precious metals vaulting business, which is, you know, again, it's the, the longer I cover the OZ beat, it's like, there continues to be something new that I've never seen before, which is always fun, right? No, this was this is a really fun one. How it all came together. So we're on the uh, press distribution list for Spotlight Marketing. Uh, Jennifer Fitzgerald and Jill Swartz sent over a press release, and they sent me a bunch of press releases. And I, some some of them some of them are more interesting than others. This one caught my eye, and I thought uh, I showed it to you, Andy, a month ago, and I said, Andy, yeah, the, these this group the Wyoming reserve, they're doing gold vaulting in an opportunity zone. We got to cover this on OZ news hour. Yep. And so we did. And during the course of the episode, we're kind of bantering about it. And I even mentioned kind of offhand, like, Hey, yeah, I'll have to get their CEO on my other podcast, uh, the opportunity zones podcast and have them on and talk about, it. well, lo and behold, a couple weeks later, it all came together. I had a 
had a 45 minute call with uh, with Josh Fair at the Wyoming Reserve, and then a few days later we recorded the episode. He's he's a great guy, really sharp. He's been in the vaulting business for 20 plus years. Uh, he has a mint as well that they and they actually mint for. Uh, several different countries around the world, and they mint for TD Bank in Canada as well. So they've got some, so they got some real customers. Um, this this newer vault they're putting together in Wyoming, they're raising OZ equity for because it happens to fall in an OZ, and it's a it's a really cool business and a way to hold, get some exposure, I should say, to gold and silver within an opportunity zone investment. Uh, so I asked him all about that, and he explained how it was compliant. And it's it's a really interesting uh case i would say andy so Absolutely. thanks for making that your pick that's great yeah no something new um you know i'd love to hear from if we have any attorneys or, or lawyers who are listening and just be curious what they think about you know uh the, the legality of it but i have no reason to doubt that it's legal it's also jimmy it's been a popular episode uh on youtube i was just checking the traffic data while you were talking and it's i think it's gone viral i think it's that thumbnail you know with the big gold bars on the youtube thumbnail that yeah, it's hard to beat i mean when i put a put a big gold bar on the thumbnail it's kind of tough to beat that isn't it andy yeah i got one more tip of the cap so i got really okay. two picks my other tip of the cap non-oz related tip of the cap to our colleague here at opportunity db michael johnston who has launched his own brand new podcast called wealth channel academy it's now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, teaching people how to achieve a worry-free retirement. Uh, this show has a ton of momentum. Some of these videos right off the bat were getting thousands of views, Jimmy. So he's kind of going viral in his own right. So congratulations to Michael on the launch and to any of our listeners or viewers. Make sure to check out Wealth Channel Academy. Tip of the cap to Michael Johnston. Jimmy, that's it for today's show. Uh, we'll be back in another month with our next edition of OZ News Hour. Thank you for watching and listening. And thank you, Jimmy, for joining me today. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, Andy. And be sure to register for OZ Pitch Day. Head to ozpitchday.com to learn more and get registered today. And we'll see you on March 7th. Thanks, Andy. We're talking about opportunity zones. We're talking about opportunity zones.